Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. Hi, Jill. Hi, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with today's ceremony at Veterans Memorial Park of the Villages in honor of the 79th anniversary of Pearl Harbor Day. Jill, the purpose of this day is to honor the more than 2,000 people who were killed in the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor. That was the reason the United States entered into World War II. This will be the second ceremony held at the park since the pandemic began. The first was last month for Veterans Day. This morning's ceremony begins at 10 a.m., and the park is outside, so it is easy to social distance. They are asking that anyone who attends wear a mask. And as always, you have to bring your own chair because there's no seating at the park. The guest speaker will be retired Navy CB Brian Parker, and the sounds of Scotland bagpipers will perform. These ceremonies are always very moving, so if you haven't been, you should plan to go to one. And Holly, this ceremony will feature a very special dedication of 144 memorial bricks that were purchased in honor of World War II veterans in our community. The Village's Daily Sun sponsored an initiative to raise the money for these bricks, and readers responded with donations. The entire ceremony will be broadcast live on the Daily Sun's Facebook page, so you can watch it at home if you can't be there in person. And make sure you check out today's Daily Sun, because the entire newspaper is a tribute to our World War II veterans and the impact they had on this country and the world. Jill, another event happening this week is the 2020 Florida Senior Games. The Games actually began this past Saturday, and competition goes on all week through Sunday in sports like archery, swimming, volleyball, and more. Like everything else, the Games will look different this year, but more than 200 of our residents are still attending and competing in the sports they love. Plus, they can qualify for next year's National Senior Games, which are scheduled to be held in the Fort Lauderdale area. This year, competition sites are scattered across the state, and some of the events are being held over multiple days to allow for social distancing. So keep an eye on your Daily Sun this week for any results that come in and find out how your friends and neighbors are doing at the competition. And Holly, closer to home, winter sports are in full swing at our area high schools, and most of them are allowing a limited number of spectators. Basketball games, soccer matches, and wrestling and weightlifting meets are going on at the Villages and Wildwood, and you can keep up with all the action by reading your Daily Sun sports section every day. If you miss watching your grandchildren play, head out to a game or a match in person. Just bring your mask. Last week, the Villages High School announced the matchups for the annual Battle at the Villages Basketball Tournament, which will feature eight teams from around the state over a three-day period, December 28th through the 30th. You can get all the details and tickets at battleatthevillages.com. Jill, that brings us to the entertainment segment, and this week, Plaid Tidings will continue at the Savannah Center with two shows daily through December 15th. This is a special holiday edition of the hit show Forever Plaid, featuring a quartet of four-part harmony singers. Over at the Sharon L. Morris Performing Arts Center, you can catch Bach to Broadway on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then the Happy Times tribute to Danny Kay is on Friday. They will practice social distancing at all these shows, and you will be asked to wear a mask. 
In Holly, the Studio Theater Tierra del Sol has added a couple more snack-sized plays to the schedule with Three Bedroom, Two Bath by Carol Mullen premiering this Friday at 1 p.m. on the studio's website, thesharonstudio.com. These free shows are always around 10 minutes and always thought-provoking. If you want to see a live production, you can check out Neil Simon's Rumors at the Melon Patch Theater in Leesburg. It runs for the next two weekends, and that website is melonpatchplayers.org. Jill, we usually keep this podcast about events happening only in the coming week. But for the last few weeks, we've been giving everyone a rundown of all the entertainment coming up this month, since it's the holidays and people like to plan ahead. So next week, the open-air concert series begins, and this has been a much-anticipated event. It's a series of nightly drive-in concerts, where everyone will watch from their car or golf cart, or you can rent a golf cart as part of a ticket package. It starts with the Hotel California Eagles Tribute Band on December 14th. Then there's a different show nightly through December 20th. So go to thevillagesentertainment.com to see the lineup and get your tickets. Then the Villages Philharmonic Orchestra will perform its holiday concert on December 17th at the Sharon. And the Christmas Classic Car Cruise-In will be held from 4 to 9 p.m. December 19th at Spanish Springs Town Square, featuring Rocky and the Rollers. That's pretty much it for the month, and then entertainment will resume in January. Holly, a popular local entertainer, is putting on a Christmas show this week for the first time here in the Villages. Billy Buchanan is known for performing at several Villages country clubs and restaurants. And on Tuesday, he'll perform his Rock and Soul Christmas show from 5 to 8 p.m. at Evans Prairie Country Club. This show is open to the public and will include three sets of Christmas classics, plus original songs from his own album called Give Love. He plays slow, mid-tempo, and upbeat songs from the 50s and 60s, and audiences seem to love him. So check that out if you can. Jill, churches in the area are hosting concerts and other holiday events this month as well. Also on Tuesday, Trinity Lutheran Church will live stream a Christmas concert starring Grammy and Dove Award winning Christian singer Michael W. Smith. That starts at 4 p.m. at the church, which is on U.S. Highway 441 in Summerfield. They're capping the number of people who can attend at 200 for social distancing reasons. So if you want to go, you need to register ahead of time by calling 352-307-4500. They'll also host a live stream concert featuring For King and Country on December 15th. Those are both pretty popular Christian acts, so you should call as soon as possible if you want to go. And Holly, a couple of churches are hosting drive-through light shows and nativity scenes this year. North Lake Presbyterian will present the Hope Comes Alive Lighted Pathway Friday and Saturday in the church parking lot on Rolling Acres Road in Lady Lake. The event takes place from 5 to 7.30 p.m. each night and features twinkling lights, sparkling displays, carolers, treats, and a nativity scene featuring members of North Lake Presbyterian's youth ministry. Each vehicle that goes through the event will leave with something called a little bag of hope. First Baptist Church of Lady Lake will also have its drive through nativity this Friday and Saturday, and again December 18th and 19th at the church, which is on County Road 466 in Lady Lake. And Live Oaks Community Church has its nightly drive through Christmas show at its campus in Oxford, and that's behind the Walmart in the Villages on County Road 466. That one is called Come to the Light and includes a synchronized light show, the telling of the nativity story on their large outdoor screen, and a little bit of snowfall at each show. 
This one you will need to get tickets for. They are free, but you do have to reserve them at liveoakschurch.org. Jill Lake Deaton United Methodist Church had a cute idea for the holidays. They're hosting Movies on the Lawn at 6 p.m. each Wednesday through December 30th. You can bring a lawn chair or blanket or watch from your car or golf cart. They'll be showing Christmas movies each week, and this week's movie is A Christmas Story, the comedy classic starring Ralphie. So that's a fun and safe way to spend an evening this season. But Jill, we also know that the holidays are not a happy time for everyone, whether it's because of grieving the loss of a family member or maybe being stressed out about how to afford things, especially the way this year has gone. So I do want to mention Lady Lake United Methodist Church's Blue Christmas Service, happening at 4.30 p.m. Thursday. They offer a safe place for people to come and allow all their feelings to be felt without judgments or expectations. They light candles and try to help people leave with some hope for the new year. So if anyone out there is having a hard time this season, maybe this service can help you feel some peace. And Holly, the eight-day Jewish celebration of Hanukkah begins this Thursday, and area groups are preparing to celebrate. Temple Shalom of Central Florida will mark the holiday with two nights of Hanukkah under the stars. The event is scheduled for 5 p.m. Thursday outside Temple Shalom on County Road 101 in Oxford, as well as at 3 p.m. Sunday at Lake Center Landing Market Square. These events are open to everyone in the Tri-County area, regardless of faith or denomination. The festivities will feature storytelling, a sing-along, and a special appearance by Dreidel Man. Attendees are encouraged to bring their own menorahs to light and their own chairs, and wear face masks and respect social distancing protocols, of course. They also are planning a series of virtual events via Zoom from December 11th through the 18th, and you can learn more on their website. Jill, it's time to talk about recreation offerings, and last week the Recreation and Parks Department announced the schedule for Camp Villages Holiday Week, which is exciting. For those who don't know, Camp Villages is offered by the department as a way to give residents fun activities to do with their visiting grandchildren. Normally they offer one activity per month, along with eight or nine weeks of summer activities. Of course, all that got canceled this year, so it's nice that they're able to offer the holiday program. Of course, masks and social distancing will be required, so each program will be even more limited in capacity than usual. So if you will have visiting grandchildren before or after Christmas and you want to participate, you should sign up as soon as possible. The activities begin December 21st with a gift wrapping competition and a candy cane hunt. And there are other fun events like making cookie ornaments, an outdoor holiday movie, and breakfast with Santa. So go to districtgov.org to check out the full schedule and sign up for these fun ways to make memories with your grandchildren. And Holly, the Recreation and Parks Department's Angels of the Villages program is still going on, and we are hearing that the angels are actually going a little more slowly this year because there isn't as much traffic in the recreation centers because of COVID. So they still need your help listeners to provide Christmas gifts for foster children in the area. Head to the nearest regional recreation center and pick up an angel card, and it will have a child's clothing sizes and gift wishes. Return the gifts and the angel to the center in a gift bag or trash bag by December 16th. It's so easy, and you'll make a child's Christmas brighter and help out the families who sacrifice to take these foster children into their homes. Jill, that leads us into talking about other charitable events in the area, and the Sumter County Sheriff's Office still has a couple of initiatives going on people can help out with. They are still collecting any Christmas lights or decorations people don't want anymore at the Sumter County Village's Annex on County Road 466 from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily through Wednesday. 
They will set up a shop where families who don't have a lot of money can choose what they want so they can decorate their own homes and Christmas trees. What a great idea. And they also have a food pantry that is going bare because of fewer club meetings happening where members would collect donations. You can drop off non-perishable food items at the annex that will go into holiday food boxes for families in need. They will accept those items right up until December 23rd. And Holly, the Yukon Sports Club of the Villages will host a drive-through toy drive from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Tuesday at Lake Myona Recreation Center. They will gather toys and monetary donations for children in need this holiday season. So if you missed the last Toys for Tots collection or you just want to donate to another great cause, stop by and drop off your donations. Jill, we have a couple of random events to wrap up the podcast. One is the Christmas Open House happening from 6 to 8 p.m. Wednesday at Brownwood. The idea is to get people excited about the holidays and bring business back to Brownwood. Businesses like Kylie's Closet Jewelry Boutique, Riccardi's Italian Table, Brownwood Jewelers, and the Village's Logo Store, Banner Mercantile, will offer special sales, appetizers, and refreshments. So go out and support the small businesses in your community while you do some Christmas shopping and enjoy the festive atmosphere. And Holly, the Village's Running Club will have its annual holiday light run this Friday starting at the Hemingway Neighborhood Pool at 515. That's on Odell Circle. They do this every year and it's a slow-paced run through the surrounding neighborhood to take in the Christmas lights. So if you're a runner and you're looking for a fun social event, you're welcome to show up. Well, Jill, it's time for this week's interesting story. And we print a lot of interesting stories in the Daily Sun, so it's always hard to choose. But this week, in keeping with the Christmas theme, I decided to tell our listeners about Jack Chiotti and his collection of Civil War toys. Now, the toys aren't actually from the Civil War era. They were sold in the early 1960s to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the Civil War. The idea was that kids in the 60s could engage with the same toys and games generations before them had enjoyed. Jack was one of those kids, and when he came across some of the toys in the 1980s, they brought back so many memories he started collecting them. He has stuff like a Confederate play hat, hobby kits, little figurines, and even a tiny Johnny Reb toy cannon, plus books and board games. These toys are really cool, and when Jack was a history teacher in New York, he would bring them to class when it was time to teach the kids about the Civil War to pique their interest. How fun is that, and what a great way to relate to kids. It just goes to show that you're never too old to play with toys. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages. 